Frank's Red Hot is the perfect blend of flavor and heat, so you can use an entire bottle to make recipes like buffalo chicken dip or buffalo nachos, or even things that don't start with buffalo. Frank's Red Hot. I put that on everything. Hey, Craig. seen that before i don't know why you do that but i yeah. appreciate that you do do it i mean but, i'll take the download but yeah. uh but and I, I i'm glad that you love us that much but yeah i would really suggest listening to it before the game i think you'll get more yes. out of it because this, this episode of podcast versus everyone with me craig powers my colleague jeff newser will be a preview of the season and preview utah state yeah but man jeff i I'm going to be in Pullman with people, Yeah, you know, both nervous and excited, Yeah, nervous for different reasons other than football. It's, Heck but, yeah. you know, I got, I got, you know, I got upgraded to the club. Thanks to our buddy Sherwood. Woohoo. Passed it, passed it on, gave my 50 yard line seats to a, a Twitter follower. So feeling, you know, my conscience is clear. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm really excited. My sister and her and her partner and my little niece are going. Woohoo! And do some probably mostly tailgating, you know, outside. Uh, but I'm excited. Sing some back home, all that stuff. Yeah, that is awesome. I mean, obviously, we just went to Pullman like pretty recently, but this is different. This is different. It's a football weekend. And then you'll be there in a couple weeks. Just hit differently. I'll, I'll I'll check it out. I know you're coming back in a couple weeks. I'll I'll report back for you. All right. <laughs> but yeah, we have a yeah. we have a football season. We Man. we de- we work we delayed previewing it last week, so now we have to preview it this yeah. week because yeah. it starts in <laughs> tomorrow. As you know, as as when someone is listening to this, like, I know. And so, now now we'll be back on our regular football season twice a week cadence. So ooh. gotta get People. our shit together, new sir. People who hate us will have twice the reason to hate us. Oh yeah. So, you know, you know, you've made it in the podcast world. People hate you. That's really what you're out for. That's that's funny. That's what we say in the blogging world too. Yeah, I think they're kind of similar. Yeah, I I, I think I think so. I think so. Better to like die die a villain than I don't don't know how the saying goes. Yeah. 
Something like that. Well, whatever. (laughs) Better to be known for something than not known for anything. Uh, We can ask our coach about that, but uh, I don't. (laughs) um, Hey now. uh, But anyway, speaking of the coach, how about his football team? Hey. Let's 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 talk about how we think where they're going to do this year because. You know, I don't, they're, I don't know they're if people play are going like this part either, but that's all right. Yeah, this is. Uh... <laughs> that's all right. Hey, every, I mean, no one's the world, ever, the no one's ever blamed oyster. us for being, you know, no, no one's ever considered us to be optimists, I don't think. Yeah. Maybe it was I hoops, mean, but. At least, I don't know. We try to be realists, right? Maybe that's just a nicer, maybe it's just a euphemism for pessimistic. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, probably. I, I guess some some people, I suppose, could look at it that way. So please don't go look at back at our 2018 season previews and, <laughs> and predictions. Yeah, we were not optimistic that year either. Worked out okay. But yeah, so what we did last year is we um, we went through and we uh, assigned uh, values to each game yeah and, like percentage and, values and percentage values uh, of of win of a win and then got to our final record by adding those up yep so i'm just gonna like any myself, good probability model right yeah i'm gonna open myself up uh a workbook here put jeff and craig down well let's go uh you, you think i would have done this before yeah that's all so, right yeah. So yeah, what we'll do is, you know, uh, Jeff, explain how this works while I get my okay, shit together. So, so when when you go to a site like Ken Palm or to Bill Connolly's, uh, you know, S S P plus uh, projections, all that stuff. So when they project out uh, a win total for a team for the season, it, it's really pretty simple how they do it. Um, each individual game has a probability assigned to it. So a probability that the team will win. And then you literally just add all those up. So if you've got two games, let's just say two games and you got a 40% chance of winning one and a 60% chance of winning the other, you've got, according to probability models, one win a hundred percent, right? Uh, if you had 70 and 70, that would add up to, 1.4 right 140 percent which would then still round down to one win but you know then you'd be creeping up toward potentially getting two wins right so that's the idea is you take these percentage probabilities and every time you go over one uh by adding them up then you have essentially racked up another win so that's how if you've ever wondered you know probabilities how uh ken pomeroy can um you know, predict all these games at certain percentages and end up at a record for the Cougars. That is, that is how, so that's what we're going to do. We're going to assign a value to each game, our personal confidence in them winning that game. And then we'll add them up and see what number we come up with at the end for, uh, for a total win total for a win total for the year. And I've already set up the formula. We'll add it up for us. Woo. So I don't have to do any of that. I just have to enter in the numbers. Don't have to yeah. do any math in my head. I think last year I tried to do math in my head. That was <laughs> that's um, a bad idea too because we started drinking beer. You know, I'm a I'm a I'm a researcher now. You know, I'm I'm smarter. I'm better than when I was a marketer last year. So, 
you know, I know how to do this stuff. You know, I'm very, you know, yeah. very smart. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's, let's just hop right into it. So okay. we open the season and if you don't know this by now, um, welcome to your first day on earth. We're in Utah state <laughs> to open the season. Yeah. Labor day weekend. So uh-huh. that'll probably mitigate the back home crowd a little bit, quite a bit actually. Yeah. Um, people, people got Dave Matthews to go to. Yeah. They got, um, you know, they may, they may have a lake weekend, uh, yeah. that they, that they plan every year. They may have, uh, just, uh, an elopement to go to, uh, that's my, <laughs> my future brother-in-law. Um, so he's not getting eloped is someone they know is. And getting yeah. eloped, which they planned for a long time, um, but we, we wait. Is that even those. eloping? I I don't know. And how about if you're pla- how about the... if you're also planning an actual wedding in Mexico after the elopement? It, I don't. Know. It, I don't think that qualifies, man. I yeah, don't think that fits the definition. But carry it's a, on. It's a it's a thing, you know. Okay. It's, All right. It, it's on Mount Rainier, though. It sounds really cool. Whatever. All right. It does sound cool. Yeah. Um, but you know, people have things to do. It's, People it's got a, stuff it's a, to do. It's a long weekend. It's it's the unofficial end of summer. All that stuff. Um, but yeah. So, but there's going to be people in the stands, and we're probably going to be loud, and we're probably going to be excited for Utah State. Yes. Who was like objectively one of the worst teams in college football last season? Yes, they were um, god awful, and that led to. Gary Anderson being fired and a new coach coming in. Um, another Anderson. Um, so you, you have uh, you have a new coach. You have a lot of transfers. We'll get into the preview later about them. They're a little harder to read, but they're still probably not very good. What's your what's your uh, your percentage on a win here? Yeah. So uh, you know, again, I I I would sort of echo what you just said which is they're they're not easy to read right i mean they ton a ton of transfers fbs transfers which uh, you know who knows what that means given that you just go well uh i mean yeah, you know we've just known fbs transfers haven't always panned out for our own yeah team. yeah i mean there's a reason why they're transferring right so um you know sometimes it really works out but it's certainly far from a sure thing. I, I do know that Anderson's a good coach. Like I, I think he's an excellent coach. Uh, he did some nice things at Arkansas state. Um, you know, that maybe aren't, I, you know, that, I, that I think maybe distinguish him a little bit. I think it's a solid hire by Utah state. I think the Cougs are much, much better than, uh, than Utah state. However, I definitely don't think this is a, uh, like, I don't, I don't think this is an automatic. I don't think this is an automatic. So I'm going to go mm-hmm. ahead and assign like, uh, 65%, which might All seem right. a little low, but I'm like, I'm kind of like, I'm just so many unknowns, both for them and for us. And, um, I just 65%, two thirds, two out of three seems about right to me. Yeah, I, I just preview them again. I share a lot of those concerns, but I still think I I, I, I definitely think they'd be better than last year. I think they'll be better, but I still think the Cougs are being at home and and maybe being a little more time with their coach and a little more time in their system. 
it all benefits them. So I'm going to go 80% actually. Okay. So we'll log that. Okay. Um, Portland State infamously lost to them in 2015 to open the season. What are your, what are your odds of that happening again? Actually, what are the odds of that not happening? <laughs> the, we'll to, so I'm going to say the odds of that not happening are about 95%. I feel much more confident about this one. Um, Portland State, like I think they played just like one game last year or something. Yeah. Um, it, like I, I, I cannot imagine that they will have their really have their shit together. Um, now might, might feel different after they play their first game. I don't know. Cause I, I assume they play a game before they play us, but, um, that seems to me like a pretty darn safe one. So I'm going to go 95%. I'm just going to go a little more confident than you. I'm going to go 0.99. Okay. All right. Um, the negligibly different, but yes. over a hundred games, that's four, four more wins. That is true. Yes. Um, cause we're definitely going to play this game 100 times. So, yep, we are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, please. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> no. Uh, so then third game, we get right into the thick of it, right yep. into the thick of things. Cause obviously our third non-conference game is deep into the season this year. Um, but probably the one of the toughest teams on the schedule at home, USC, definitely going to be a bigger crowd. Um, I think that's the one that a lot of people are ready to go to. USC is probably going to be ranked pretty highly. Uh, what are we thinking? Yeah, I think all of those things are true. And I think that, um, you know, the, the crowd is going to be pretty darn amped up, uh, you know, it's the it's the third of three consecutive home weekends. And like you said, I think a lot of people are targeted. I'm going to it. Right. So when the schedule first came out, I went, yeah, that's that's the one. That's the one we're going to. Like it's it's September. The weather should be nice. Uh, the game, it's a 1230 kickoff, which is like golden. Right. If you've got children, then I'm bringing bringing my entire brood with me. So I think that the atmosphere is going to be uh, turnt turnt up is that is that how the kids say it these yes. days it's going to be turnt yeah um, so these i think days it's going to like yes. you know 10 years ago yeah. as in like 10 years ago uh you know it's it's going to be it's going to be lit uh on that day so uh, yeah so i think that whatever whatever chance i would give them i'd give them like a like a 10% bump on that so i'm going to nice. go 35% bump. yeah i'm going to go the nooser home crowd uh, bump of I'm going to go 35 percent, 10 percent extra just because Jeff is going yeah. to be there. And also Incredible. like th- what did you say? 35 percent. Yeah. Some of that's also Clay Helton bump, too. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we don't know what the bump is on our own coach yet. Yeah. No, um, we, we haven't learned. Uh, yeah. I'm maybe not as now I'm going to reverse it. Be a little less bullish. Um, I'm going to go. 25%. I'm not giving them the bump. You know, no maybe I, I've seen, I've seen a huge amped crowd against a, U, a good USC team and then watch us get our doors blown off. So, you it's know, true. maybe I, I may have traumatic experience, but I'll go 25% okay. on that one. So okay. that'll, that'll bring our percentages a little back closer to each other. Yeah. 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 All right. Ne- next week, the ne- next week, we finally travel on the road for the third fucking straight year. To Utah, to Salt Lake City. 
to like one of the hardest places to play in yeah. the conference. Yeah. And keep elevation. having to travel there. Whatever. Third straight year. Ridiculous. Um, we no longer have Utah's number as we once did. Nope. Utah's Apparently looking not. pretty good. Pretty good yeah. there. Uh, so, you know, in Salt Lake with the beautiful mountains in the background, what are you thinking? The would have Wasatch Mountains. Yeah. Or Wasatch. I don't know how it's pronounced. I'm not. I'm not from Utah. Um, You're not? Nor do I ski. So I have no idea. Um, I would say I'm going to go 20%. I'm going to go 20%. Uh, you know, again, we, you know, for whatever reason, for a while, we tended to play well against Utah. Now, maybe that was an air raid, thing. including the first half of last year. Yeah. Including the first half of last year. So maybe somehow we can extend, you know, the funny thing is we don't even need to extend that to all 60 minutes. If we just extended that to like 45 minutes, that probably yeah, we would have had a big enough lead. To- probably would have been enough. So that's all we got to do. No big deal. Right. Um, yeah. So I, I, I'm also not sure what to make of Utah. Um, they are, they are definitely Repeat that in, for every year. Yeah. I mean, they are definitely in that, you know, uh, sweetheart, uh, darling area again, where people are like, Oh, watch out for Utah underrated. And it's like, how can you be underrated every fucking year? Like, I don't understand that, but, uh, I would say that at this point, Utah is sort of entering the territory where, for a while, and we, we talked about this, you know, a couple of years ago, right, where we'd be like, well, we just default to Utah disappointing, right? <laughs> and right. and I think at this point, I'm starting to default to Utah maybe being as good as, as people think, even with question marks, even with another new quarterback this year. Um, you know, I, I think Utah will, will probably be right there with USC at the end in the south. Um, the fact that it's on the road, uh, you know, sort of pushes me pushes me down a little bit. All right, so you're at 20% for Utah. Yes, yes. Um, I will – hmm. I just – you know, I keep thinking about how they came out with a great first half and just ran out of gas last year. Yep. So that kind of makes me feel better about this year. You know, they they legit – the defense just ran out of play. They They had, you know, barely enough players to rotate last year. And that, yep. that clearly made a difference. So yep. yeah, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna give it a little bit more. I'm gonna go another point two five uh, at Utah. I still think it's gonna be tough. I still think they're probably gonna lose, but yeah, you know it's not. I, I I wouldn't like. I mean, ask me in the moment. I'll probably go lose my mind if they won. But you know, uh, right now I'm saying it wouldn't be a total shock if they won. But I would lean towards Utah winning. So point yeah. two five. And then we have everyone's <laughs> favorite place to play, no matter how good WSU is, no matter how bad Cal is, no matter how yeah. good Cal is, no matter how bad WSU is, Berkeley, California, for Cal Berkeley, um, the Cal bullshit game. Yeah. How do you measure the Cal bullshit? That's the problem that I have. It's so hard this. to adjust for. Like, you know, you know, so I said, you know, there's a little adjustment here for the home crowd on USC, right? Little adjustments here. Like, how do you adjust for the cow bullshit? I honestly do not. I do not know how, because it seems like sometimes the the cow bullshit can be a minor adjustment. Uh, the, maybe the difference in a close game or maybe it's it's a major adjustment, you know, so, we, you know, and ranging... honestly, sometimes it's 
has been a positive adjustment. If you yeah. remember WSU's dominating win where they stopped Cal on the goal line a million times when Vince Maley yeah, yeah. ran over them in, what was that, 2014, 2015? 2013. It, 2013, that's right. Yes. That was the bowl game. Bowl yes, that was the so bowl season. So that was, that was probably the last time Cal bullshit went in our favor. Yeah. I so mean, maybe there was we're the, due for it to swing back. I, I was going to say, then there was the 2018 game that we won in the rain that where we should have won by like three touchdowns. Uh, but we had like a pick six fumbled into the end zone and at out the of one the yard zone, line. Right. Uh, all sorts of crazy, stupid things. So and that game was sort of nip and tuck all the way for really no good reason. Um, so my issue with Cal is um, that I just like, until I see something from their offense that makes me think like, uh, you know, they've actually got their shit together. I, I just can't, I like, I can't buy into whatever hype there is like uh, this being the year that Cal finally does it right. Or this, this being the year Cal finally makes the jump. Like, and I know that it's, it's sort of like the Utah thing we just talked about, right? Like we, we dominated Utah every year until we didn't. Right. So I feel like Cal's sort of in that position too, where like, uh, their offense is terrible until it's not. So, uh, I would say just on that fact alone, I'd give us like a 45% chance of winning that game. Like just a slightly, slightly, uh, less than 50, 50 chance. I just yeah, think Cal and us are going to be pretty similar, uh, pretty similar. I think yep. maybe different strengths, but it's different strengths. Yeah. But similar in terms of overall ability, I think. And by the way, I think that's going to be. You know, as we talk about this, I think it's going to be a little bit of a harbinger of the North where, um, mm-hmm. you know, you've got a couple teams, I think, pretty clearly ahead of everybody else. And then the other four, I think, are going to be pretty tightly bunched. So. So 45. I hate it when we're thinking too similarly. Uh, but I was I was looking at it and I was thinking this is a toss up. And then maybe I'll give Cal. Uh, a little bit for being at home, but maybe I'll give them a little bit more for the bullshit. So I'll go with the point point four. Okay. Just just to account for the bullshit, a forty percent chance. Yeah. I did talk myself into forty five. I was I was about to say forty, and then I was like forty five. So. Well, you know. Yeah. You know. I'm glad you went first. <laughs> oh, All right. right. Then we have uh, WSU's whipping program of late yeah. uh the oregon state beavers yeah who um you know everyone thinks i think is on the rise uh they're kind of a darling a bit um i think people believe in jonathan smith um but they haven't really delivered yet yeah uh, particularly defensively yep expect to be very bad there um, but offensively could do some damage as they did last year. Yeah. Um, they're definitely not the team that they were pre Jonathan Smith. Um, yep. they definitely improved. Yep. So we are in Pullman for this one, uh, for homecoming, our favorite homecoming opponent, Oregon state. What are you thinking? Yeah. Um, so I know that, uh, what I'm about to say is a total gambler's fallacy. So I'm just going to get that. I'm just going to get that out of the way 
right right off the top and understand that what I'm about to say is not actually logical, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, Oregon State seems like they are due to get us. Uh, given 2019, given last year, I don't think we quite outplayed them as thoroughly last year as we tend to remember. Right. Um, they got some pretty bad quarterback play. Uh, the second half was actually a little dicey for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I yep. think that, I think that our Until fans, that, have atten- Harris, uh, yep. kind yep. of surprise play. So I think our fans have a tendency to kind of, I know I do to just kind of think like, Oh yeah, Oregon state. We got them. We're da da da. You know, we're good. We always beat them. That's fine. You know, we, we totally beat them last year. Remember how excited we were after that game? And we were really excited after that game. Right. So we remember all that, but like I said, it was was our one win we got. Yes. And the more I have sort of reflected on that game, I'm like, yeah, maybe wasn't quite as dominant as my brain likes to kind of try and tell me it was. So there's a part of me that thinks, you know, Oregon State, and it's just got to be killing Jonathan Smith that they haven't beat us yet, right? Yeah. And so, you know, because they just can't seem to buy one with us. I mean, two years ago there was, you know, the last second play, right? We were, I was at that game. Um, So I I think I'm going to go 60% to the Cougs, which might be – I'm I'm feeling like that's a little much, but that's that's me being I think logical about it. It's uh, a little much, and then like you're giving Oregon State too much, or you're giving WC no. That I, I I think that's more. I think that's like like again, my my gambler's fallacy is telling me that the percentage should be lower to WSU, like it should be more something more like fifty fifty or fifty five. Uh, but I think I think logically, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with sixty which might be overshooting it, but that's what I'm going to go for. Yeah, I, don't know. I feel a little bit better. Um, I don't think Oregon State is quite there yet. Um, and I I feel good about WSU at home against them. Uh, yeah, that's so I'm going to go point six five, just a little bit more. Okay. All right, so we are, we're halfway through now, okay? Yeah. So I've, I've totaled mine up as I've gone. I'm up to 3.2 wins. Yep. So three and, and at, six. And I'm at 3.34. So we're okay. both about three wins right now. Okay. So let's say we get three wins out of those first six. We feeling okay? I mean, feeling okay for what? For a six I, wins? For a I, bowl, I guess that's what I'm season? saying. Like, are, are you sad? I mean, obviously it depends on which games and how they happen and, you know, blah, 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 blah. I, you, I would definitely I say. Told you, if I told you right now, I guaranteed you first six games, you finish three and three. Would you take it? Would you take it? Uh, yes. Okay. I think I probably yep. would too. Cause yeah. Cause you got USC at home, you have, and then you have two road games. Yes. So, so your four um, home games are Utah state, Portland state, USC, Oregon state, and then two road games, Utah and Cal. You come out of those with two three tough wins. Road games, yeah. yeah. Two tough road games. Right. So and now if you go, like if I had picked a little bit more, you know, somewhere, and we had yep. you know, we're up to four wins. Yep. The, I if we come four and two out of this, oh yeah, we're I want to be pretty excited. Yeah, because there are there are at least two two like very very two to three very very winnable games on the back end. Yeah. So you're feeling um pretty good. 
Yeah, I mean, if and you then get... also if you get four wins out of this, you're probably better than we're. They're probably going to be better than we thought they were. Yes. Right? And you just go, okay, so if they get Utah State, Portland State, Cal, Oregon State, all right. You know, now you're, you've are you lost to USC good. and Utah, which find two Big of the look. best teams in the yeah. South. Two of uh, the best teams in the conference, probably. Right. Yeah. They're both ranked, I think, yep. to start yeah, think the year. So. Yep. Um, you know, so you get a road win at Cal. That'd be huge. And then you continue your uh, dominance over Oregon State. That feels good. And, yeah, I mean, if you get to four, uh, I mean – yeah, four is what I predicted for the whole season. Now, now if when, they're at when I unveil at. our predictions. Yeah, on Friday. Did, wait, did I do those? I did. I don't know if you did or not. Shit, <laughs> I can I check. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I just I know I predicted four. I was kind of on the fence between four and five, but so obviously, if we got to four in the first six, I'd be, I'd be ecstatic. I'd be over the moon. Now, now what if we did two? <laughs> yeah. You'd be uh, like, yep, yeah, okay, we suck. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> And then you're looking at Yeah, if if you Utah State, Portland so State. back to what your original question was, I think for legitimate bowl aspirations, you really do need to get three of those first six. I think that's, you know, you just you're not looking at the back end going, you know, well, if I only get two of the first six, there here's four games that are very winnable on the back. I don't I don't see four winnable games on the back. I see like two or three maybe. I see three. Um, probably. I see. Three, so I think it depends on what half. you, we're going to talk about. I mean, it depends on what you make out of BYU, but yeah. it's, but you know, it's, it's, it's tough to talk yourself into four wins on the back half, I think. Yeah. So it is hard. Yep. All right. Yeah. You know, especially if you're just pessimistic assholes like us. Yeah. That's, you know, that's us. Um, we're just all right. Like so next up we got parents. We know family weekend. Yeah. Or, how how dare you? Well, I didn't say dads. That is true. That is true. I couldn't remember what the change was. Family weekend. I'll be there like with I got I I won't be sitting in my seats for this one. I'll I'll be over um farther over in section two just so I could sit with a bunch of friends that are going. B's going to this one. This is gonna be Gigi's first Cougar football game. Um so yeah. I really want them to win this game. Hell yeah. So, but awesome. how, what are your chances of them doing so? Yeah. So, you know, I mentioned earlier, I think that Cal, Oregon state, WSU, Stanford are all pretty similar. So I'm just going to go ahead and just like I did with OSU, uh, I'm going to say 60% home game uh, should be a huge crowd. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to go with the same as Oregon state 60%. Stanford is not the Stanford that, you know, we know uh, they they did win a, a fair number of games last year, but they were uh, fairly unconvincing in the way that they did that. They're replacing their quarterback. Um, David Shaw doesn't crank through quarterbacks like he used to. Um, I just there are so many, so many, so many question marks for them. And um, and the recruiting has really kind of, you know, dropped off a bit from where it was when they were. So yeah. putting together those top 25 classes, um, it's just not quite, they're just not quite what they were all around. So I'm, I'm going to say 60%. I'm feeling a little more bullish. I, this is one of those things where I like the matchups. Like I, I yeah. like when I like when WSU is, is playing a team with a bad defense. They're like if they're going to have one or the other, if they're, if they're favoring defense or offense, I'd rather them play a team that has a bad defense and a good offense versus a, a good defense and a bad offense. Yeah. 
So I probably feel a little bit. So I'm feeling actually quite a bit more bullish than you. I'm going to go 75%. Because also this might be because I really want them to win GG's first yeah, game. I, they I won. A lot of they, beat, <laughs> they, they beat Colorado in the cold and the rain at B's first game. Um, so I'd, I'd like them to do, hopefully it's not cold and rainy, uh, but I'd like them to get GG to one and now. So I, and I'm just going to try to will that by going 75%, which in any pack 12 game, if you have a 75% chance to win, yeah, uh, that's pretty good. That is um, pretty good. All right. Now on to the, uh, the third consecutive home game. Cause that's, all we do in this season, apparently, is just three straight home games. Yeah. Um, the weird late season uh, non-conference game because it's BYU, the independent school. Um, BYU. Yeah. I do not know what to make out of BYU, to be honest. I'll say uh, they're number 31 on SP+. Yeah. And, and I, I want, like... I want to believe that, um, but I, I also have a hard time believing that. I mean, their offense was spectacular last year. You know, how much of that was the quarterback who has since moved on to the NFL yep. and how much of that is just, you know, BYU? Um, I, I, I am really not sure. And then last year, you know, they were just fairly untested. They went, what, 11 and 1 or 11 and 2? Yeah. Right? Something like that. Um, and yet they were pretty untested in all of that. Right. Because, you know, power five teams just weren't playing non-conference games. So they played this, you know, amalgamation of, you know, group of five teams, uh, from start to finish. And so I, I don't know, man, I don't know. Uh, so I'm just going to call it a 50, 50 toss up. I'm going to go 50%. That, that's exactly where I'm at. Um, I, I think, like, there's a good chance BYU is better than WSU, but not by much. Yeah, yes. And so I'll give WSU a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. Um, with, it's, this is going to be an interesting crowd because you have the two biggest weekends, homecoming followed by family weekend, and then you have this weird opponent that we never play. That it's a rare right. opponent who's like right. has. So I feel like there's probably going to be a lot of BYU fans there because you're going to get yes any LDS person that is like yep. in the area yep. is going to go. Yep. And so um, yeah, and you know because they're a national brand because of that. Like and so, right. but I still you know I'll give. You know they're still coming to Pullman. They still have to travel. It's a pain in the butt. Whatever. Um, I'll I'll go I'll go point five fifty 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 toss up as well. I I'm looking forward to that one. That could be a fun one, yeah. actually. Do you think um, Do you think our fans in general are going to be excited for that one? I mean, which fans are we talking about? Like, are I just the mean, people like, that listen to this podcast? Are we talking about? Yeah, I, I don't know. Just else? WSU fans in general. Are they going to think like playing BYU is pretty cool, or are they going to think like, yeah, whatever? I I think probably somewhere in between that. Okay. I, I think they'll be like, well, this is a more interesting non-conference sport than we usually get, 
And I think it, it, yeah, it, it has the benefit of being late in the season where you're typically playing yes. the same teams all the time. Yep, and we're true. getting this kind of weird. I'm excited for that. I'm like, ah, like I'm always jealous of the SEC plays those non-conference games. Yes. Like, yes. Like it, it's cool to just see some diff, see a different team in November or you know, in, in October yeah. than, than, you know, the same like three Pac-12 North teams that you always see. Yep. So, you know, I think it's always on this weekend, Colorado, Colorado is always on this weekend. Yes. Um, but yeah, so I, you know, I, I think there's, there'll be more excitement for it than the, the much more excitement than the typical non-conference game. But I think that will, in terms of people attending, it being the third straight home game of three consecutive, I think that oh, might right. hurt it. That, that, that'll yeah. hurt it. In, well, in terms especially of, on, yeah. especially on the heels of homecoming and yeah. family weekend. Yeah. Exactly. Like people are going to be, you know, people who don't have family are going to do homecoming. Although the funny thing is so family. So those yeah. are probably the two most common for season ticket holders to sell their tickets. Cause you can get the best that's return. A good point. Yep. That's a good point. And, and so you might have the most hardcore of the fans there for, for BYU. Cause they're just Perhaps. like, well, I, I missed last weekend or I missed two weeks ago. So it doesn't feel yeah. the same, you know, I'm missing the Oregon State game because Amanda's brother's getting married. Yeah. Um, so you know, f- football we- weddings, you know, football season weddings. What, what are you going to do? Um, you're. I know what you're going to do. You're not going to schedule weddings during football season. That's what you're going to do. You're going to schedule a wedding in June in That's Mexico. Right. That's, That's what you do. Right. That's my boy. <laughs> That's right. After <laughs> school ends. <laughs> yes. Which also perfectly sets up for a basketball season bachelor party. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Arizona All right. State. So Arizona State, Tempe, Halloween. I, Arizona State's another one of those teams. I Yeah, they're, they're I think they could potentially be pretty good. But they also the the style in which they play can make them susceptible to upsets. So yep. it's it, it, it it's tough to read. And then you know maybe a team like WSU that can be explosive can capitalize. Who has a good kick returner, all that stuff that can just make weird you know, score in weird ways. You know, score in surprising ways. Maybe yes. has a better chance against them while they're just trying to like run out the clock for some reason all the time. <laughs> but they also, you play have, to win the game. You play to win the game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they still have Jaden Daniels. They do. Uh, now the question is, you know, does he, you know, he's a guy who I have been enamored with since he was a freshman. Um, you know, does he take that big step forward this year? Right. Apparently, like, does he, he... he he was injured like just a few minutes ago in the oh no against Southern Utah. Oh, ASU quarterback Jaden Daniels taken to the locker room with an injury. Trenton Borguet Borguet is now oh, in the. We'll see. It could be nothing. You know, this is a lot. Yeah, this ASU game is a long ways away, but yeah. You know. Um. So, you know, does he become the superstar that I sort of looked at and went, yeah, that, that, that kid's going to be a star. Um, so does he become that guy? 
And then, you know, to be honest, uh, you know, Arizona State still has a lot of stuff kind of floating over them, right, with the investigations. And, mm-hmm. I mean, they've already scapegoated three assistants. So, I mean, maybe that's maybe that solves it for them. I don't know. But, uh, you know, there is – I don't know, man. They just – they feel like a team to me that's got a reasonable chance of just the whole thing flying off the rails this year. Yeah. Like where where you're like okay they should be good they they've got a pretty fair amount of talent da 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 da, da. and then there's just kind of like uh, but they haven't really proven it yet and uh, yeah. you know they got this and the coaching staff seems like it's kind of a mess and you know is Herm Edwards actually that good of a coach I mean he's recruited well but uh, well he's not a coach so, he's a CEO yeah okay sorry CEO. Uh, so yeah, I just like, like, I honestly feel like they just have a a high, uh, potential of volatility with them. So for that, I'm going to go up to a 35 whole percent (laughs) that we win that game. (laughs) All of that being said, I give us a one in three chance of winning. (laughs) Well, more than one in three, but we're, we're obviously ever so uh, slightly. The only, the only way I've diverged from a five or zero is when I did 0.99 for Yeah. It's just easier to add the numbers on my scratch pad here. Yeah, me. well, I am, you know. And I know you Excel is adding pad. them up for me automatically. I know. I so know. I can say whatever I want. I could use That is true. like a thousand decimal places, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So in that with that note, no. I'm um yeah, dude, I I don't know. Like Tempe still is just makes me feel bad. Yep. Um, it's a scary place. It's going to be Halloween on Halloween. Yeah. So I'm going to go with a point three, three for this one, uh, <laughs> an actual one and three, or should I do point three, three, three? Hold on. Let me do it. Um, you do like three and two zero infinity? point. Three, 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 three. Let me just go as many as I can do. We'll just go do a lot. <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot of trailing threes. I, I just held it yeah, for a bit. Yeah. Whatever. Um. <laughs> so then we have dun dun dun, Oregon. Yeah. I should have saved that for yeah. another game, but I'll I'll think about it. I'll just use it again. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. We're getting into the good Pac-12 North teams now. Yeah. I think Oregon's going to be awesome. Yeah. Uh, I think Oregon's the best team in the conference. Um, as, you know, as begrudgingly as I have to admit it, or as, as, you know, as much as I don't want to admit it, I have to grudgingly admit that Oregon um, is both uh, very talented and well-coached. Um, now, is Cristobal the guy to take them into the playoff and like kind of onto that next tier, right? Like, like, cause I, I think, I, I mean, I don't know about you. I think Oregon has the potential to be a, you know, to be a Georgia, Oklahoma type program. The way they've been recruiting. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know that they'll ever be Alabama, Clemson, Ohio state. But I think they could break into that second tier and sit there for a while. Um, now, is Cristobal, can Cristobal take them to that level? I'm not really sure. 
the reality is, though, with the Pac-12, he doesn't need to get him to that level to dominate the conference. So yep. um, I'm going to give us a whopping 10% to win that game. And let's remind everyone this is in Eugene. Yes. Yep. Um, On the road against the Ducks, against a team that is going to have far, far more talent than us and seems to be reasonably well coached. I give him 10%. Yep, me too. <laughs> I don't. I have nothing to add on what you said. We did not talk about this beforehand. Um, I swear, people. Yeah, I. It's. I just don't feel good about this one. Uh, yeah. I mean, I could have even been talked into like five percent. Yeah, but right. I'm not going that far down. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, seems maybe about right. Now, something I a game, I think everyone should feel feel much better about. Um, yeah. Given the. The time in the year it's played and the location it's played and the opponent, Arizona, in mid-November. And actually, if we were ever going to have a Friday game, this is the best one. Because instead of having it on Saturday of Thanksgiving break, it's on Friday night. I guess they're hoping that more students Mm. will stay or whatever. Um, now please Pac-12, just don't put a game on that weekend. That would be great. Just don't put a game that in would Pullman be great. on that weekend yeah. at all. Like, yeah, maybe we could, why that. can't that just be like the one ask that we have? Yeah. Please don't like, it put should a be game. a no brainer. Just don't put it on the, on the weekend before Thanksgiving. Like this is not hard. It cannot possibly be that difficult from a scheduling perspective. Because every year we're like, are the students going to shut? No, no, they don't. No. They don't. Uh, They're not going and to. And they won't. So maybe they'll stay on Friday night just to party in Pullman that night and then leave in the morning. Fingers crossed. But also, Arizona sucks. Um, that is true. I hope we do not suck like Arizona. There is a potential that we could. If our defense there is. It has not improved at all and our Offense cannot figure it out, but I just don't think that will be that bad. But no, I don't think so. I, and now that I've said my thing, you've been doing it first, so you go first. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you. Like th- this is one I actually feel really good about. I'm going to go 80 percent on this one, four and five. Better than Utah State too. Yeah, yeah. That that Utah State one just like like I honestly feel like Arizona is more of a known quantity. Yeah. Than Utah State. Plus, it's, you know, game 11, right? So I I feel like we'll probably be a better team by then. I just think, um, you know, Arizona is going to get worse before they get better. And and they were pretty bad (laughs) at the end under Sumlin. Uh, I just don't, you know, there's there's nothing there that tells me that, you know, an immediate uh, bounce back is is imminent. So, So that's how I'm feeling. 80%. 80%. Yeah, and I, you know, it's funny. Arizona is one of those teams that actually recruits worse than WSU generally, which is yep insane. But whatever, seems like it should be impossible. Yeah. <laughs> um. So it's not only that, like WSU typically has more innovative kind of stuff they're doing. Whatever you know, it's like, um, the fact that it's in Pullman, WSU has had some pretty good results against Pol- Arizona and Pullman. Um. I'm going to go the same uh, level of confidence that I had for 
Utah State and say, no, no, I'm going a little bit higher, 0.85. So, okay. Because it's later in the season, like you said, because Arizona having to come up to Pullman when it's going to be like icy and shit and whatever. I, yeah, 25. And, okay. well, honestly, I have good news about where we're already rounded into this last one. Both of us are yeah. rounding up to, to, to good news. Um, but, we do have to say the bad man is gone at UW. Yes, that is true. He cannot hurt us anymore. And then the other guy on our side is not there either. That's true. So, but, so can we open it up again to the possibility that WSU will ever beat UW or are we still in the realm of because I think last year when we did this, it was like zeros, both of us. Yeah. So, so where, where, where has, has the fact that, well, obviously we changed coaches last year, but whatever. Um, I, I, well, we did this two years ago, I guess. Uh, now that we're, we have different coaching staffs, whatever, how, how, how does it feel now? Does it feel like a normal game or do, or is it still like the mental block? Like, no, WSU cannot ever be UW. That is impossible. Zero percent. Zero percent. Just like just like Oregon State can't beat us until they can, we cannot beat UW until we can. But so. the funny thing is, you were like, well, Oregon State's do, but WSU against UW? No. Well, not Oregon do. State nearly beat us the last two years. We have not even come within sniffing distance of beating Washington. Not even in- a long time. So, I mean, I'm, you know, until proven otherwise, that is a 0% chance of winning that game. In Seattle. Yes. Yeah, I'm going with zero as well. So our, uh, our totals <laughs> did not move at all. <laughs> all um, right. So drum roll, please. Drum roll, please. Brrr. Jeff is at 5.55, which of course... Yes. If you remember math from like seventh grade or whatever, yeah, or you round up to six. That is a bowl team right there. He picked four and eight when he just yeah. did the things. I, I, I'll tell you when I picked for a podcast in the middle of the summer, I did five and seven. Yep. Uh, but I have us at five point eight seven wins. So that's that's round up. Six that's and pretty six. darn close to six. Yeah. So what we're saying is, in our minds, when we go game to game, this potentially could be a bowl team. It could. Which, hey, now I'm more optimistic than I was than when we started yeah. this practice. When I was, like I said, when I was filling it out, and it so the that was well, zero little... or one. When you're filling it yes. out, it's zero or one. It's binary. Right. So because it's binary, you're just sort of like it's one or the other and that's it. So it's 100% or 0%, right, with each pick. So if you're thinking 30% when you're filling right. it out, you're thinking right. zero. You're leaning towards zero, exactly. So you're trying to pinpoint which ones are they actually going to win. I, I will say that my first pass through, I was like, I think I landed on five. And then I just kind of went, God, this just doesn't like this doesn't feel to me like an almost bowl team. But maybe I don't know shit. Like, that would not be the first time. I will say there's other people that are more optimistic about this team than we are. Yeah. Which would not be a first. 
And that's, by the way, that's great. By the way, if yeah. you are optimistic, by all means, please be like, like being over here and being like, I think we're going to suck. Like, that's a shitty place to be. And sometimes people are like, oh, well, then just don't be like that. Like, sorry, that's not how it works in my messed up brain. So it's more just like, eh, you know, so as I go through the numbers, yeah, five ish, probably, you know, it, like that's not that that's it's not kind far of like, off from where I like, landed. So I just went, if you look at our numbers where, where we have WSU as the, the winning team, like the higher percentage. Yeah, it's it's five wins and then BYU a toss up. So right. I wouldn't be surprised if yeah. like BYU is that game. Yeah. That decides if this team goes to a bowl game or not. Yeah. And that does make sense. That does make sense. And, you know, I guess, you know, you hope maybe, you know, you pick maybe they beat Cal. somewhere else, but you're probably also not going to beat all of Utah State, Portland State, Oregon State, Stanford, Arizona. Like that's, I mean, you're just probably not going to win all those. But, you know, to me, so if we were to pick like a wild card game, so, you, so like you, you just kind of say, you know, BYU is kind of your wild card game. To me, Arizona State's the one for all the reasons I mentioned. Like, I just think there's a pretty decent, like, possibility that Arizona State season just goes flying off the rails in spectacular fashion and that we could potentially be the beneficiary of that late in the season. So, to me, that's kind of the wild card game is that game down in Tempe. Sounds good to me. It's Halloween. Yeah. Kooks can go party on Mill Street if if that's safe at all by then. I you know they can do that. Uh, cool man. Let's you know. Well, people can party on Mill Street no matter what. It's not going to matter. Mill Ave. If it's, Am I saying it's not it wrong? Mill Ave. Yeah, it's Mill not going to matter if it's uh, safe or not. That's true. It's going. It's going to be it's Arizona. It's going to be open. <laughs> it's going to be, be open. So. Anyway, yeah. All right, so there we go. Five or six wins is like apparently what we think. So hell yeah, let's fucking do it. Take that. Let's do let's it. Go let's season. Go ahead All and right. book those bowl tickets now for the whatever the cheese it bowl is called these days. <laughs> go right back to Arizona. R.I.P. Cheese it bowl. Um, yeah. So let's take a break. Cool. And. uh We'll come back and, and preview this Utah State game. We're back. We're back. And, and before we move on, I got to say, I just, uh, the Eags just uh, beat UNLV. Stopped Whoa. the two-point conversion. Whoa. Two-point conversion in the second OT to win. Go Eags. Uh, after all that athletic program's been through, go Eags, man. Go Eags. Um, wow. I hope you always lose to us, though. Yeah. Um, for sure. Yeah. So... But anyways, um, you know, we're kooks here, much like the people that own and operate Pretty Fair Beer in Ellensburg. Um, and I know that they're excited for this football season to start because they're ready to show some football games, some wazoo football games. 
Uh, I know they'll be there showing it on Saturday night because I just looked. They stay open until midnight, so that's you know you'll be able to, you know even an 8 p.m. game you'll be able to to show that. So that's cool. Pretty fair beer. Um, man, they have uh, they've been it's you know we've been talking to uh, folks that run Pretty Fair, Tyler and. They they chase beers, man. They like they go find the best beer in the state, and I think that's really cool. Because um, some of these times these these breweries aren't bringing the beer to them; they got to go chase it. Yep. Um. So you know, they're going to Bellingham. They're going to Olympia. They're going to Bellingham. They're getting, you know, beers like Dank Aaron North Dank Aaron New England IPA from Structures. Structures makes probably the best hazy IPAs in the state. I'll, I'll say it. Um. They're getting uh, Matchless. Uh, I love Matchless. Uh, CSA Fresh Hop, always one of the best early season fresh hops that you can get. Mm. Um, you know, lowercase Mexican lager, lowercase hard to beat for lagers. Uh, kind of one of those underrated breweries. Um, they're in the Georgetown area, and they just crush it. Um, you know what's crazy is uh, they do live music. They're showing coot games like i was thinking like if i was in ellensburg on saturday night you could go watch you could watch a game outside you could watch uh, a band outside and then go inside and watch a coot game like that's pretty cool that is pretty uh, cool. like um you know i i don't live in ellensburg but this makes me kind of jealous that i don't live in ellensburg um but i'm i'm really excited on uh, on my way to Pullman on Friday, I'm definitely going to stop and, and have lunch at Pretty Fair because uh, yeah. I got food and you know uh, I'll be I'll be celebrating uh, Pilsner Fest. Uh, so I, I know they got they got at least one Pilsner available. So I'll, I'll be I'll be honed in on that one. Um, but yeah, man, Pretty Fair beer, uh, Coogs owned and operated. Uh, I'm really excited to check them out for the first time this weekend. Yeah, great beer, good-looking food. It's a big weekend in Ellensburg, too, right? Rodeo weekend? Yeah, they got rodeo weekend. Yeah. You know, if you're headed to watch a rodeo and you want a place to get a good beer, pretty fair that's beer. Way to do it. Yeah, that's you can watch some live sure. music, watch a Cougs. You just camp out for four or there five you hours. There you, you know? go. Yeah. All right. Uh, I am having, by the way, a uh, Hell Lager Beer from Wayfinder. Oh, my God. Oh, one of my favorites. Yeah, it's good. It's excellent. I went went to Red Robin for dinner with uh, my, my son and my wife. And, and they so had takeaway beer. They had Wayfinder I, in the cooler. You could take it home. <laughs> yeah. No, this one I picked up at Rainier Growlers. Um, but my stomach was full of French fries, so so a lager sounded much better than any other alternative. So well, you can't just get one basket of French fries. Like no, <laughs> no. Although in now that it's second like, round when they're super hot, like yeah. Fun. But this is the thing though. Like now they bring them in tiny, teeny yes. little baskets. You get like four fries. It's like it was funny too because when we were like uh, another round of or you know another basket of fries, and she goes just one basket, and I'm like. Yeah, one's probably fine. She brings it over, and I'm like, "You were right. We should have gotten two. Yep. <laughs> this is. I have a 14 year old sitting on the other end of the table. Like, this this is not this is not going to last very long. Uh, so 
Yeah. So I, my tummy was full of French fries and I thought a lager sounded nice. And lo and behold, it's, it's very nice. So what are you drinking? Well, as I said, I mean, I, you know, I don't work tomorrow. Uh, uh, Pilsner Fest is something that is uh, both in person and, and just in your heart. Uh, started by, I think someone that works at Bottle Works. Uh, uh, I don't, I don't really know. I just, I, I, I discovered it on like Instagram a few years ago and now I always celebrate it on Labor Day weekend. And yeah. so Pilsner Fest is what it's all about. Um, so I am drinking nothing this weekend starting at, from when I closed my lap. Well, I didn't close my laptop starting from when I felt it was fine to start drinking today while I was still working, uh, but, uh, nothing but Pilsners. And, and then today I decided it was all going to be, uh, German European Pilsners, so like German and Czech Pilsners. Yep. Um, so far I've had nothing but German Pilsners, uh, you know, brewed by the, to the standards of the German purity law. Um, so while we've been, uh, talking, I've had a classic bit burger pills, uh, which is funny. It's like the, the the most popular draft beer in uh in germany which if you rate that against the best or the most popular draft beer in the u.s it's probably like budweiser or something yep or bud light uh it's a far superior beer it's it's a much better beer it's a better style of beer it's like a, a classic german pills versus like an american light lager or whatever although in the right space an american light lager is perfecto but um but yeah it's it's just a bit burger now i'm having a, actually a pills i've never had uh and i've never even seen this like can before until i bought it it's i can't even say what it is it's astra is the brewery i think <laughs> it, might, it might be the name <laughs> of the beer i don't know maybe and then and then, and then it says u-r-t-y-p um which you know this is made in a Hamburg, uh, Hamburg, Germany, which is, we all know is located somewhere in Germany. Um, <laughs> Good <laughs> so job. Actually, so I'll say, no, it makes me feel better. This is a northern German town. I just hope, I was hoping it wasn't in Bavaria. They have a soccer know. team. Yeah, they do have a soccer team. Uh, you know, they're, the closest other major city is Bremen. You know, Werder Bremen, Hanover, yep. Belfield, yep. just a terrible team. Much further north than Dortmund. So, yes. but it's not in Bavaria, in Munich, München, uh, you know, uh, which I was I was afraid that I would pick a, a, a Bavarian Pilsner. Um, it is not. It is much further north of there. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, screw you, Bayern. This is not That's yours. Right. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, this is, you know, this one, not the best one I've had tonight. It's pretty, pretty solid. Again, like these cheap German Pilsners are typically better than like the cheap beer you get in the U S. Yeah. Um, which is cool. You know, I hate like, you know, that's a, and I'm not saying that as like, people always say like, like when you grew up, people are like, Oh, European beer is better. Like European beer on the whole is not necessarily better anymore. There's a lot of amazing beer in the U.S. But when you're talking about the bottom of the barrel beer, you know, like the popular beers that everyone drinks, 
that they're probably like higher quality beers because they can't use like corn and stuff in that like in their yep. beers that they have sense. to use like they 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 required to use like malted grain and stuff uh but yeah this is a pretty solid pilsner i'm just excited to drink nothing but pilsners because honestly you can drink just drink pilsners you can drink pilsners all day all I, damn day i i have had one two three four one two, i think this is my fifth pilsner uh and if i had been drinking ipas um i think we'd have to just stop this podcast right now uh but i'm drinking <laughs> pilly boy pilsner, which is gonna be great for an 8 p.m game like just drinking yes. pilsners all day. Yes, it's gonna be perfect, perfect. Um, but yeah, so this uh, this segment brought to you by Pretty Fair Beer in Ellensburg, owned and run and proudly Cougs. Um, so check them out if you're driving yes. through Ellensburg and want to get a good beer, want to get a bite to yes. eat. Go for it. Go for it. Ah, uh, shall we dive into Utah State? Utah so State. Yeah. Okay. So obviously, um, I'd encourage you to go to Coog Center, check out the 1300 word <laughs> preview that I just wrote on Utah State. Um, More than you while, need to know while while drinking Pilsners. Yes. Um, so yeah, big highlights though. Well, we already mentioned Blake Anderson, new coach, comes from Arkansas State, did well at Arkansas State. Um, you know, regularly went to bowl games, won some conference titles, not in the last few years, but won some conference titles, uh, had a had a 51 and 37 record, good offenses, typically pretty balanced, you know, run and pass. They're not they're not like heavily doing one thing or the other, um, although they did pass more last year. Um, interesting thing is he's always he's bringing the second best quarterback last year from Arkansas State over with him, Logan Bonner. Um, who is truly a, uh, an upgrade of any quarterback that they had last, that Utah State had last year. I, I, um, even though he's, he's very much the worst of the two quarterbacks that played a bunch at Arkansas State, he's much better than anything that Utah State had. And I'm sure that Anderson realized that and said, Hey, you're probably not going to play at Arkansas State. Come play for me. I could use you. Um, so he brought him over. But Jeff, as we as we alluded to earlier, just one of many transfers into this yep. team, many like potential impact transfers in, in yep. places that they definitely needed someone. Yep they they needed a major talent upgrade. Gary Anderson, who knows what that guy did? He's like so he has his success at Utah very State. good at getting hired. Yeah, very good much. at getting hired, and also seemingly very good at like ruining every and burning and nuking every bridge on his way out of town. You know, he, he gets hired at Wisconsin and then like basically just leaves Wisconsin high and dry after a couple of years. Like who leaves Wisconsin to go to Oregon state? Well, like the list of things that explain it, you know, Poor I mean, Oregon state was so hyped about that too. Yeah. And I mean, he, um, you know, he wasn't on the verge of getting fired for performance there but I sent, I, you know, since then we have seen a bit of a pattern with a guy who seems to really wear out his welcome with the yeah. people who um, are around. And so uh, this time, and, and by the way, when he leaves, he tends to kind of leave things in a bit of a mess when he goes. Like, it's not like it's not like he goes and, you know, he's, he's there and then he 
you know, builds it up, pisses. He's not like Larry Brown, right? Larry Brown goes, builds it up, pisses people off and then leaves and every, and they're awesome. Right. Uh, this guy goes like builds things up a little bit, pisses everybody off, leaves. And then the whole thing's in shambles. So, um, you know, obviously all those transfers were necessary. They were, you know, pretty talent poor, uh, under Anderson, um, you know, of course, the question is, right, like how, how well do they integrate? Um, it seems like you talk about the quarterback, uh, you know, if, if everybody listened to Michael's uh, podcast, Cook Center Hour, earlier this week when he talked with the beat writer from Utah State, um, it sounds like, you know, the coaching staff still hasn't settled on a quarterback. Uh, and maybe that's a bunch of crap, just like with what Rolovich is doing. But um, the reality is, you know, they, like it's not been made public yet. Um, it, I, I would imagine just like Occam's razor that he's going to start the guy who came with him, but yeah. Um, you know, that just seems like the simplest, easiest explanation. Yeah, that's why I said guy, guy comes preview, with you. He knows the defense or knows the offense. And yeah, in my preview, so I said the likely starting. quarterback. Yep. Uh, apparently the other guy is mega athletic. Um, but you know, who knows how far that's going to get you against, uh, against the power, he, against the power uh, five school. So he wasn't very good last year. I mean, he, yeah, he definitely runs the ball, but he doesn't seem like maybe the type of quarterback that they want necessarily. You know? Yep. Yep. So, um, so yeah, so they need to integrate those guys pretty quickly. Um, and that's, you know, that's, that's a tall order in the first game. I, I'll say that that's a tall order in the first game. Yeah. And, uh, also if you, if you guys want to come at me for, if I have any error, you watch a game on Saturday, Craig didn't mention this guy, whatever, like, it's just. I don't even mention every – I could have mentioned Andrew Peasley, the backup, the potential backup, the potential starter. Without mentioning him, I still had 1,300 words. I got, you know, <laughs> I have a family. I've talked to them. I've eaten dinner with that. You know, it's just like I can't do it. You know, I saw his rushing stats. His passing stats were terrible. I just, you know – so I have to, like, at some point, I just feel like make a decision and be like, yeah, he's probably going with this Logan Bonner guy. And But beyond that, you know, running back – they, they brought in a transfer from Oregon State, so he knows what it's like to lose WSU very well. Um, he was at Oregon State for four years, lost to them over and over and over again. Um, he also is probably a downgrade from the running back that they had who went to Oklahoma State. So they're not getting better there. I will say they're probably, you know, they're getting older, potentially better at the wide receiver positions. They brought in. Another kid from uh, from uh, Arkansas State as a, a wide receiver, um, and then uh, yeah, so it's you know he he'll probably see Brandon Bowling, um, he'll probably see some time. Uh, I will say they brought in a transfer from TCU, an offensive lineman Quazel White, who is from Tacoma. So shout out Tacoma Lincoln High School. Yeah, um, T Town. Yep. So way to go, Quazel. So he'll probably have a lot of family, actually, in the stands. Um, so if you see a bunch of uh, really hyped people wearing number 51 jerseys, it's probably Quazel's family. Um, maybe they'll be driving over right next to me. Who knows? Uh, but, yeah, so I don't know. Like Their offensive side of the ball is where I'm – I. I, I see less of a possibility of them making a huge jump. And one, that's like the nature of setting up new offenses. 
And two, it's just they didn't get quite the same infusion of talent that they got on defense. And then maybe didn't have as many of the good players in place that they had already on defense. So. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So basically, I'm, I'm saying like WSU's defense is kind of in the same boat. You know, that a lot of like a lot of experienced players who maybe haven't had good results before. Um, but maybe the Utah State offense could be a little bit of a nice landing pad for them to start the season. Yeah, I, I I think there's I think there's a pretty good chance of that. You're gonna you're gonna start making me rethink my sixty five percent. I know it's, that it's too low. Yeah, don't don't do that to me. I was wondering if you read my preview. I had I had not read it. I I got home and I jumped on the computer. I will so. say you know it's it's my normal like making everything everything sound like a fifty fifty game, which is kind of yeah yeah, but um. <laughs> Because I'm just very nervous about even when I say they're probably going to win, I feel oh, I ruined it. I jinxed it. Whatever. Um, it's very hard to be a fan and also try to be an objective. Uh, yes. Uh, writer of a preview. Yep. Um, we can't yep. do it. Yep. Uh, but defensive. So I will say one thing on special teams. Uh, one thing that scares me. Um, they're kind of one of their their starting inside receiver, uh, Savon Scarver is one of the best kick returners in the country. He's got six career uh, kickoff returns for touchdowns. Just kickoffs, not – he doesn't return punts. But so uh, the kickoff, so uh, potentially could change the game uh, with a kickoff return, you know. So that's something to worry about if you like worrying like I do. Um, worry about how our uh, – on the very first game of the year, our kickoff coverage has to face uh, – an insanely good kickoff return man. So uh, that's, that's, that's another thing you can, you can uh, file away as, as something to worry about. Jeff. Okay. Well, I, you know, there's a few things I like better than worrying. <laughs> so. All right. Let's look at the defense. Um, what stands out to you? All the transfers. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Yes. Uh, I don't know. I mean, they were bad last year. Again, it's very bad. You know, how, you know, how, how much is a talent infusion going to help them? Uh, six again, yards, six yards of carry. That's bad. Um, you know, it seems like it's a pretty soft landing for the offense, which is great. You know, it's kind of what we need right now. Um, so that part's good. Uh, you know, maybe again, I, I, it would be shocking if their talent level wasn't better from the transfers, but yeah, I mean, you all... got multiple, a couple guys from Michigan. Yeah. Uh, a couple guy, a guy from my Miami, who, which is where the, uh, uh, the defensive coordinator came from Miami as well. Yeah. Um, so like you, you have, you have some like power five transfers coming yeah. in. Undoubtedly um, more talented. It's yeah. just a matter of like, does that talent translate into, you know, actual uh, performance? And that, you know, I tend to lean toward probably not. You know, again, first game of the year, and you know, something I was uh, I heard today when I was listening to another podcast. Um, I I was not aware at just kind of how scaled back uh, the number of full contact practices had become. Um, so. 
I think that's kind of another factor too. You know, practices that this this month. So like a camp, COVID thing or just a general thing? I you know I'm not sure. I think it's a general thing. Um, I think it's just an in general less contact in practice leading up to you know your first game. Uh, so it, it's it's whatever it is, it's less. Um, and so that you know again, it, you know, trying to integrate so many new players, um, I just tend to lean toward there's going to be a lot of growing pains for them. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, um, I already mentioned special teams. Uh, yeah, we are burning through this pretty quickly. Uh, what about WSU? You know, um, how do you feel about their offense? Again, like not necessarily against this defense. Uh, do Do you think they could have the potential to sputter because of you know the lack of you know the receivers? Um, you know the uh, the is the the fact that we have not named a quarterback an issue um just give me reasons to worry about this yeah well i think when we get to the end of this game i think we are going to uh perhaps have questions about the passing attack but we will have been able to rely on the rushing attack to cruise to a a a comfortable victory i think i think that's how it's going to play out yep so uh that that's kind of that's how i see it potentially unfolding i think we're going to be left with more questions than answers with the passing game i think we are going to be looking to portland state as a get right kind of game with the passing attack um but that the the rushing attack is going to be strong enough to to kind of carry the day for the offense yeah yeah i i expect uh max to have a big game um like that and I hope he does. That'd be fun, you know. Uh, I, I hope we just. I think they could probably just run the ball a lot. Like, it, like there was uh, what 2016 when WSU had a couple games when they ran the ball a bunch just because they could. And yeah. I hope that we're back to that uh, with Rolovich's offense, where there's more of a tendency to run anyway. Um, I, I hope that, uh, you know, Max gets more carries in this game and whoever's, you know, Macintosh or whoever, you know, is getting more carries. Um, you know, I hope there's some stat padding for the running backs and, yep. and cause I, I think that they could run pretty yes. well. I mean, this could be so. a like 250, like 200 plus yard rushing day. So could be one of those. Hell yeah. All right. Our, fan, our fans would be so excited about that. All right. Score prediction. Score prediction. I'm going to go uh, something that belies my 65% <laughs> prediction. And I'm, You want to go, do the season preview I first, know. Jeff. I know. Uh, I'm going to go 38 to 17. Cool. Comf- comfortable victory. Yeah. Three, t- three touchdown, comfortable three touchdown victory. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll go. Yeah. 45. 24. Okay. Yeah, same, same different, same, same margin, same margin, just more points. You know, I'm there, so I want more points on the board. Um, 45, 24. Um, I, you know, I'm going to put uh 99, percent chance that we'll both be wrong 
on that score. <laughs> 98.9, actually. Um, so if you want to get the odds on us being right on that score, you're going to make a lot of money. If you, if you can get Vegas to give you that, the odds of two guys on a WSU-specific podcast getting the thing right, you could probably get a lot of money. So. Yep. Um, so if you can find a book that will give you that. By the way, um, we're going to have a sports book in Tacoma very soon. So yeah. <laughs> that's going to be fun. Yep. Um, finally. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I mean, not much time for anything else. Uh, soccer kicked San Diego State's ass tonight. Good to see them get back on track. Yes. Um, well, the funny thing is, like, it's not even like – if that first well, game had have the gone... goals have the ball go into yes. the net. <laughs> like if the first game had gone the way that probability would say that it should have gone, they'd be three and zero with a you know a plus ten goal differential right now or something. Yeah. Like like they'd be we'd be going yeah they look like a juggernaut right now. But instead they had that first you know game where keeper stands on her head and we blow a couple of easy chances and now we're like, Oh, well, you know, we're on the right track again, two Oh and one. Like, so yeah, it's great. I, I think uh, all the signs are there that the, um, that the offense is uh, back as a potent attack after sort of struggling along pretty mightily last season. Um, the offense is looking extremely dangerous. So very exciting times, very exciting times. They play on Sunday too. Yeah, I mean, so if you're, if you're yeah, in Pullman, yep. Still, a, I plan to go, go to that one unless my dad absolutely needs to get home. But well, I, I plan on going to that one. I'm really excited. Yeah, that'll be awesome. That. Yeah, yeah, It'll be fun. I'm jealous. Cool. So, um, thank you to our beer segment sponsor, Pretty Fair Beer in Ellensburg. Thank you to Randy England at Randy England Music on Instagram for our all our music. Um, if you want to follow me on social uh, at the Craig Powers on Twitter at Craig W Powers on Instagram, I'm probably going to post stuff about Pullman this weekend. So if you want to see that tailgate game, whatever, um, I'll probably be posting about that. Um, you can follow Jeff on Twitter at pod vs everyone pod versus everyone. Um, if you have any questions, comments, if you want to be a cool sponsor, like pretty fair beer, we have other segments as well. Yeah. Um, yes, we do. We have the football game preview segment. We have just the recap segment, all of that cool stuff. Um, at it's podcast vs everyone at email.com. Um, or if you just have questions, comments, if you don't want to give us money, you can email us. Um, yeah, anything else, Jeff? No. That'll do it. All right, well, go Kooks. Go Kooks, Craig. Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter.